So have you ever felt that feeling, the feeling that you get when you transition from trot to canter and it's almost like the horse has just bumped you forward, you're sitting somewhere up on the neck, or maybe it's for you, you just trot, 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 canter. It's a toughie, that's what we want to talk about today. Hi there, it's Lorna here and this is the Daily Strides Podcast. I'm absolutely delighted to have you here with me. Of course, we talk all things horses and making those conversations better, the conversations between horses and rider. And today, this is a big topic. This is something I love to teach because it's something that I feel that so many riders can get a quick win with and that is transitions in and out of canter. Now we are going to be focusing more on the into canter, okay? So let, let's, let's specify that there, transitions into canter, okay? So I have three things that if you do, I guarantee you this transition is going to be better for you. The first thing is something that you're probably thinking, okay, Lorna, really? But yes, really, and that is plan. Oh, plan, plan, plan. Planning is so important. Planning is important for a couple of reasons. First of all, it gives you time to get clear on actually sorting your body out. Okay, where do I need my body to be? We're going to chat more about that in a second. But um, yeah, planning is important, okay? Planning is also important from the perspective that you get to actually set yourself and your horse up. And remember, that's your job at the beginning. Your job is going to be to set things up as good as you possibly can or as well as you possibly can. And then, allow your horse to do it, whatever you've asked him to do, okay? But you need to set up, you need to get out there and have the whole thing set up, okay? Get out in front of it almost, okay? So what's important here with the planning is that you pick an exact place, yeah? Okay, that you begin to actually get yourself sorted out physically and mentally. You then begin to tell your horse, excuse me, can I have your attention please, using your half halt of course, um, can I have your attention please because something's going to happen now and I need you to pay attention to me. And then also, not only are you half halting, you're also making sure that the trot you're in is, you know, fairly good quality. I was really simple way of kind of gauging the quality of your trot is, could you jump a jump from it, okay? If you can jump a jump, now obviously like a good jumping effort, jumping a jump from a trot, there you go, you have a good quality trot. If it would be a bit of a mission for your horse to get over the fence, or if you feel like, oh my goodness, we would like rocket launch at that fence, probably not a great quality trot, okay? So very easy, simple way of, of straightening that out and getting that question answered. Could I jump a good size jump, 90 centimeters, 80 centimeters, 70 centimeters? Could, so two foot to three foot. Could I jump a jump from this trot, okay? So when you've answered that question and when you've got the good quality trot going and you've sorted it all out, you've half hauled now, you've got your horse's attention, the next part is to actually get out of the way. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you now, you need to get out of the way, okay? You see, your job is to set it up and then ask your horse to canter. That's it, you've done your bit, okay? You've done your bit. You need to get out of the way and actually, what? Let your horse canter, okay? But first of all, I want to talk about getting out of the way. So what I see happening so many riders is they ask the horse for canter and it's almost like they they think okay you know what we'll canter but I'll canter for you and I don't I don't think that's actually the thought that goes on in their head but that's certainly what it looks like and um, they end up they're lying on the horse's neck 
Um, they're leaning forward and you see them they lean to the inside have you ever seen that and they, they kind of lean over the inside shoulder now if you're guilty of that oh don't be doing that this is part of the getting out of the way okay but seriously what you want to do is as i said set the horse up and then by getting out of the way all you're doing is setting yourself up so let's think about like something really basic like your position okay and how well your shoulders should be above your hips yeah so shoulders above your hips okay so that's that's literally just getting out of the way there you go if you just do that if you stick to that if you can keep that happening you're already out of the way you're halfway there okay getting out of the way means not throwing yourself forward it means not leaning to one side you know that that's not how you ask for the canter let's be really clear on that in fact it really just confuses the issue and at the next point i'll talk about that more but it does confuse the issue okay um, and also it doesn't put you and your horse in the best possible place that let's say by some i don't know miracle the horse actually gets into canter with you sitting on his neck not going to be a great canter eh you're not setting yourself up for success there <laughs> And remember your job is to set things up okay so you want to get back you want to get out of the way now this is really important in uh, while asking for the transition and then during the transition itself you want to stay up you want to get out of the way so very often when i'm working with riders i'll tell them to imagine like an egg in front of them so an egg kind of just in front of their tummy if you want so if you want the egg is sitting on the pommel of the saddle now a fairly big sized egg here we're not not a little egg big egg okay it's coming all the way up to your chest but what you want is you don't want to break that egg you don't want to knock the egg off the saddle you want to leave the egg there okay not your space okay um, don't move into it it's not yours so um, that's just kind of one way as well that you could also maybe think about this is that you're not leaning forward or bending forward or throwing yourself forward or lying on your horse's neck or any of the above in order to get the horse to canter and this is the third point you actually allow your horse to canter now Remember I said when you're throwing yourself forward or when you're leaning to one side that you're, it's actually counterintuitive. And the reason is because in order for your horse to canter, his shoulders have to go somewhere. They have to go into the canter. Yeah, they can't do that if you're shutting down the whole show by sitting on the place that you want them to go. Okay, so by you getting out of the way, by you coming back, you're allowing the horse to take the stride, to take those first steps or that first step into the canter okay and it's really important that you're allowing that and then that you're allowing him to actually canter i see so many riders, and again this kind of ties back to the plan so there's kind of the, these three things they keep working together it's not just like one two three check it's they're all the time working together okay but when we tie this back to the planning when riders and this happens a lot riders will ask for the canter and then the horse canters and they look surprised. The riders, they're like, hold on. Whoa, Tonto, this isn't what I asked for. And I'm like, no, but it is, it is, it is. And they'll tell you, they'll verbally tell you, no, 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 I do want him to canter. But physically, oh, there's a whole different ball game going on there. They are pulling the reins. They are heavy in the saddle. They are hunkering down. They're doing everything physically possible to stop that horse going forward. Now, obviously, I realize that this is all coming from 
an emotional and a mental thing that's happening in their head, okay? But And it's playing out physically as to what's happening. But can you imagine how confusing it is from the horse? So the horse has been asked to canter, and then when he obliges, probably a not great canter transition. And when he does oblige, and he says, okay, you know, I, I kind of, I'll sift through all the stuff that's going on here. Okay, I see canter, right, I'm going to, I'll canter. I'll, I'll, I'll do what she's asking me to do, and I'll go into the canter. And then he does it, and the rider's like, no, 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 don't do that. Confusing. And could you also imagine how over time the horse might decide, like, you know what? <laughs> she doesn't know what she wants. So when she asked me to canter the next time, I'm not going to canter. Because she, well, she doesn't really want that. She says she wants it, but she doesn't. Okay, so it's important to allow the horse on. So what I want us to do here is let's just have a little think about this. So we're trotting down the long side of the arena. We're going to ask for canter in the corner because that's a good place to ask for canter. And we're going to trot down the long side of the arena. And let's think about the planning first. So first thing is we're going to start half halting, okay? And as we're half halting here, we are making sure that it's a good quality trot. Remember, part of half halt is actually going and thinking forward. So we're making sure it's a good quality trot. We're balancing everything. We're making sure we are straight, okay? So we're getting out of the way. We're getting ourselves in the best possible position in order for our horse to transition into canter because we know we're not transitioning. The horse is. We're just sitting on top of the horse while he transitions, okay? So we're getting ourselves in a good place. I want you to think about straightening out your shoulders, straightening through your back, just getting yourself lovely. Remember I said earlier, shoulders over your hips, really simple, works really well, okay? Now, we're also going to think about where we want to canter, the exact place, and what we're going to have to do in order to make that happen. Can you imagine what you're going to have to do? Well, you might want to go into sitting trot. We also want to figure out what we're going to do in order to actually ask the horse to canter. So the first thing would be a little bit of flexion to the inside, okay? That's the first little kind of a, a thing to the horse. Buddy, we're going this way, okay? Little bit of flexion. And then you want to, so you're going to use your inside leg to do that. You're filling up the outside rein there. You're asking for a little bit of flexion through the inside. Your outside leg then comes into play. Outside leg then, outside leg in the counter transition, it's a bit like tag. It's like saying, you're it, tag, okay? Your outside leg tags his back, I was gonna say his outside leg, it is his outside leg, it's his back outside leg, tags it, and there we go. And then from there, now obviously there's a whole lot more going on here. This is a very simplified version of the, the trot to canter transition. But from there then, okay, the horse is able to transition into the canter. Now, as he transitions, you are very much aware of your shoulders being above your hips and there being a big egg in front of you sitting on the pommel of the saddle that you're not allowed to knock off by getting in its way. You're sitting there, you're nice, you're carrying yourself, carrying your upper body in particular, carrying your hands, and then as the horse canters, you're allowing your seat to follow the horse into the canter. Can you feel that? Oh, that feels good, eh? And now your horse is able to canter. Now you've asked him, and now you let it happen as well. Really important, so three steps. Plan, get out of the way, and actually let the horse canter. Okay, if you want to find out more about all of this sort of stuff, I'm gonna invite you to do two things. You can join the absolutely free Equestrian Fitness Challenge over at equestrianfitnesschallenge.com. And you can also check out Returning to Riding. Returning to Riding is going to be starting in a couple of weeks from now, 
I'd love to have you in there. We're talking about all the basics. It's basically putting all the basics on autopilot. Um, and we're doing the live program. So I'll be in there with you. There'll be live calls. All that fun stuff is going on. Um, it's starting in a couple of weeks. You can pop over to returningtoriding.com and you can find out all the details there. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. Have a great one. Keep well. And I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye. Bye.